Welcome to the Daily Devotional with Derek Nider. Thanks for joining us as he walks us through the pages of Scripture with a daily word of insight and encouragement. All right, we're in Genesis chapter 12. We're going to start in verse 11. And, um, you know, Abraham's a great guy, but he wasn't perfect. We're going to talk about that today. Father, thank you for for the life of Abraham, and I pray that you would help us to, to learn, not just from the good things, but the bad things as well. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, the Bible says in verse 11, when he was about to enter Egypt, he said to Sarah, Sarai, his wife, I know that you are a woman beautiful in appearance, and when the Egyptians see you, they will say, this is his wife. Then they will kill me, but they will let you live. Say you're my sister that it may go well with me because of you and that my life may be spared for your sake. Um, And then just real quick over in verse 18, uh, Pharaoh finds out about this and um, he calls Abraham and says, what is this that you've done to me? Why did you not tell me that she was your wife? Why did you say she's my sister so that I took her for my wife? So um, I'll explain all this to you in a minute, but... But, you know, Abraham goes down. There's a famine in the land. So Abraham travels south. He goes to the land of Egypt. And, you know, his wife Sarah was a beautiful, beautiful woman. And, you know, Abraham's afraid. He's afraid that people are going to look at his wife and think, man, I want her for my wife. And so he thought they're going to end up killing me and taking my wife. And so he concocted a plan, right? He concocted a plan. And his plan was, you just lie and tell them that you're my sister. And so that way, you know, we'll be safe. They won't want to kill me um, so that they can, you know, get rid of this marriage covenant that we have. Well, Pharaoh recognizes that she is a beautiful woman, takes her anyway, and then God discloses to Pharaoh, this unbelieving, idolatrous individual, that Sarah is in fact Abraham's wife. And so this unbelieving idolater calls Abraham and calls him out, calls him out on this line. And, and essentially, in his integrity, Pharaoh says, why, why didn't you tell me? You know, why'd you concoct this plan and put me in a position where I'm, tr- I'm in trouble with your God? Um, and I just want to say, you know, this... This was a habit that Abraham had. Abraham had a habit of being filled with fear and then taking matters into his own hands. And when he took matters into his own hands, he relied on his own devices, his own ungodly devices to, to solve a problem. And not only that, but this became part of his legacy because it laid a pattern down that his son ended up following years later. And so, you know, you can you can see the trap that Abraham sets for himself, right? Because this he wasn't God didn't set this trap and Pharaoh didn't set this trap. Abraham set this trap because because he chose fear over faith. Some would say, you know, well the first thing that he did was he left the land of promise, and he went to Egypt where he wasn't supposed to go. And if he would have just trusted God and stayed put, even though there was a famine, there wouldn't have been an issue. Um, And that's a possibility. There's some debate over how far uh, Abraham went into the land of Egypt. But, you know, that, that... I think that that's a legitimate point. He should have just stayed put and trusted God. 
but fear got the best of him, right? Fear got the best of him. Someone once said that fear can be described as this, false evidence appearing as reality, right? You're, you're looking at things and you're thinking that they're real when they're not real. And that's what consumes Abraham here. He's like, oh my gosh, this is a horrible situation. Pharaoh's gonna see that you're my wife. He's gonna murder me. Like you can see like the snowball effect here, right? That he just starts spinning. And as he's lose, when you spin, you lose sight of God, right? God, God is always, God is unchanging. He's immutable. God stays put. God is anchored. God is the one thing you can rely on. But when you and I are spinning, it's like the faster you spin, the less you see God. It might be, obviously, it's every time you go around, you see him once. But the faster you spin, the harder it is to see him. And he relies on his own devices. He chooses to, he chooses to lie. Um, I want to encourage you today because I think that oftentimes, you know, we start, we lose sight of God. We become untethered. We become unanchored. Um, we stop trusting. We, we move when we shouldn't move. We should stay put because maybe there's a difficult circumstance or situation and we feel like we've got to solve it in our own strength. And that even might compel us to take matters into our own hands and we start shaping truth and, and you know, we, we spin a web of lies only to find ourselves at the end of the day caught in a web of our own making. And the worst thing, like one of the worst things of this is when somebody who's a non-believer calls a Christian out because they've not walked in integrity. You know, choose to trust the Lord today. Choose to walk by faith. Resist the tendency to be consumed by fear. Keep your eyes set on the Lord and never resort, resort to the methods of the flesh to bring to pass the purposes of God. It's not just good for you. It's good for the person that's watching your life. And if you have kids, it's good for the legacy that you lay down. Your kids need to see you walk through difficult circumstances and choose to trust in the Lord, all right? Have a good day. We hope this podcast has ministered to you. If it has, we welcome you to rate it or leave a review. If you would like to stay connected with Pastor Derek Nider or find many more teachings, please visit awakenlv.org. Click visit and then choose Pastor Derek Nider. These links are also in this episode's description. Until next time, God bless you.